Hey, welcome to another episode of Chatty Patties. I'm Andy, and this is kind of a follow-up episode to the last one. Uh, and I want to talk about Myers-Briggs. That's the whole point of this episode. It's just a fun thing to learn about. You really get to explore, and it helps you explore your friends, family, uh, you know, whoever else, your boss, coworkers, random people you meet on the street, maybe that girl you're stalking. I don't know. Whatever works for you. And... It's just a good tool, man. It really is, and it's just that a tool. All right, it's not a life changer. It's you know it becomes an obsession if you're the if you're the that kind of person I am. I became fucking obsessed, bro. But it's one of those things of, it takes a long time to learn. It's not easy to understand, but there's always more to learn because it's kind of the same thing as saying you know everything about people, but you fucking don't. People are too different, diverse, and deep to just get it on surface level. So you always have more to learn because there's always more walls, curves, and angles to explore. The data never ends. So let's get into it. Myers-Briggs is consists of 16 personality types throughout the world. And that, and that means people are divided into 16 groups. However, other people have also theorized that each type has 52 versions, which makes perfect sense because people are diverse. Your upbringing, experiences, and life up until this point actually characterize the type and the differences within it, all right? And I'll give you examples as we go through. So 16 types, and it comes with the fact that it's made up of four letters, it's either I or E for the first one, which is introvert, extrovert. The second letter is an N or S. N is for intuitive, S is for sensor. Then it goes to the third letter, which is an F or a T, which is feeler or thinker. Now it's either feeling or thinking, and then N or S is intuitive or sensing. And then there's a J or P, which is judging and perceiving. These four letters come out to symbolize a type. So... One of my favorite types is the ENFP. Extroverted, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. Now this type is Robin Williams. That just to give you a clear example, and everybody knows him, charismatic, funny as fuck, great at voices, really childish. If you met him on the street, you know, he seems wise, but at the same time he seems almost like he could be really dumb. And that's what the ENFP is. They're very smart. Kevin Smith is an ENFP, if you don't know him. Um, and they're just people who are loud, they're confident, life of the party, Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye is an ENFP, and they make a lot of faces, George Carlin I'm pretty sure is an ENFP, and they make a lot of faces, they're, but they're very smart, they're very passionate, they're artistically driven by their own desires and morals and beliefs, so what they do is truly a symbolization of what's going on in their soul and their mind. And it's cool to see, you know, another type is the ISTP. And the ISTP are usually the mechanics of the world, uh, professional sports athletes a lot of times, especially like in uh, more extreme sports like skateboarding, snowboarding, surfing, stuff like that. And that is introverted, sensing, thinking, perceiving. Now, this type is kind of quiet, but they can be really loud if they're comfortable. Uh, they're pretty dominant, like they're aggressive and honest with you. And their whole life is focused on the mechanical real world. You know, so that's the reason they're so good at extreme sports like skateboarding. You know, they just think about it to the point that they just do it. So let's get down to what each letter means. 
we'll start off with the uh, first two, which is introverted, extrovert. So introvert in real world usually means someone who's a homebody, doesn't like to go out much, very quiet. Extrovert is someone who's life at the party, really loud. But that's not true because we've all met people, all right? People stutter, they mumble, they bumble. It's the reason Rick and Morty's so funny is because they fucking blabble, blabber, bleh, like I'm doing now. So what it comes down to is this, and Myers-Briggs, an introvert would be someone that is reclusive, but when they talk, it's usually a lot more quiet, a lot more reserved, usually a little slower, but overall structured because they their energy is internalized. It's not externalized, you know what I'm saying? You know, so they're thinking it all through in their head, in their head, like they're living more of this moment inside than the outer. Now, an extrovert would be the opposite, which would be me. My energy comes within my words, my actions, how I feel. Yeah, in my head, it's very exciting, but it's a lot more subdued, truthfully. Like the way my mind's running, it's very fast. It's always working, but it's controlled in a way that it's not blaring with life. You know, it's just always gathering data. So. On the outside, though, I give myself the energy. And it's the reason I'm able to be more in the moment with people and really talk it out. So that's introvert, extrovert. Introvert talks slower, a little lower. Energy is reserved. Extrovert is people who are loud, boisterous, you know, sometimes run the room. Not every type, though. It just depends. Then there's intuitive and sensing. So this means is the version of how you think. Intuitives are more abstract thinking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they like patterns. They like really noticing stuff. They're usually more invested in living out hypothetical questions. You know, like, oh, bro, what would it be like if we were a World War II civilian, you know, just running a pub? And intuitives would normally get way too in thought with that and start living in that world. And But we're also less deep. Uh, intuitives are also less detail-oriented and everything in between. Like, they it's just, I don't know, man. They're big thinkers. To give you an example, Robin Williams and them, very silly, but couldn't hold maintain a 9-to-5 job because they need to do something with their art. Uh, the ENTJ is another type, very dominant type. Uh, that's, you know, Gordon Ramsay, Joe Rogan. You know, dudes who are smart, dominant, stand up for themselves, say what they want, say what they mean, and go from there. Now, sensors are people who rely on the facts, the who, what, where, now, and why, you know? Like, they're way more grounded in reality. They are the true businessmen of the world, like the ones who run this motherfucker. They understand it. They're more in the moment than in their head, you know what I'm saying? They're usually uh, the athletes of the real world. Intuitives usually are not the athletes. They're not as grounded. You know, they're living in their head, not in the moment. Uh, and so it's, it, it comes down to the fact of this. Sensors and intuitive has nothing to do with IQ, has nothing to do with which one's smarter than the other. It comes down to where do you apply your mind. Intuitives imply it inwardly towards their own creations and their own little world. Sensors extra, uh, give it to reality. So it's more grounded there. So they are always going to be the ones who actually make this world truly run. And so the difference just comes down to the, I don't know, man, it's, it's a hard change. You can't really tell in the moment until you start talking to them. Because people are people. So yeah, just think, think about it that way. Sensors are in the world. Intuitives are in their mind. Not a bad thing. Both are just as smart as the fucking other by a huge margin, man. So then it comes down to feeling thinking. This one's real easy. Thinkers are less emotionally inclined. Feelers are more emotionally inclined. Thinkers, uh, I'm a thinker. Uh, I'm very emotionally detached a lot of times. Uh, I immediately throw out logic over an emotional shoulder. On top of that... All my uh, 
all of my decisions are based on logic. It's rare that I make an emotional decision without thinking it through over and over. And so because of that, I'm less gravitated towards being emotional towards people, being the party planner, doing it like that. I don't give a shit. I really don't. Like, I don't want to plan the parties. I don't want to go to the family gatherings. I love going when I'm there, but until then, I have hesitancy, I guess. Feelers are way more emotional. They're usually the gift givers, party caretakers, you name it, the ones, life of the party, the ones who are truly invested in what you have to say and take it in, and they want to hear all about it, and it's it's a good thing. You know, feelers to me are better than thinkers. Then perceiving or judging. Judgers, real simple, are more likely to give you a judgment, as simple as that sounds. But they're also just more organized, detail-oriented, and like to have somewhat of a scheduled life. Not, you know, to the point that 3 a.m. we're going to the doctor, 3.30 I'm going to read a newspaper, at 4 we're going to leave the doctor. It's not like that. It's just they like to be more structured, have ahead of time planning. Perceivers are the complete opposite. Less organized, more about seeing and gathering more. And so they're, you know, they they want to schedule free life. They want to be free and they want to do what they want. And it's weird because when you see, it, it seems on paper that this would be drastically different people. But it's not as much as you think. You'll meet people and you have to get to know them to truly understand it. And, but... This is, you know, going on nine minutes now, and I think I've done a pretty good job of explaining those four letters. But each type is also made up of functions, and that's a whole other episode, too. And I'll do that differently, and I'll do that on the next episode, probably. But these four letters make up so many different types. You know, the ENFP is Robin Williams, as I said. Then the ENTP is Bill Gates. The ENTJ, Joe Rogan, Gordon Ramsay... And I'm just going to go through all 16 types. 16, by the way. Uh, ENFJ uh, was Barack Obama. Very charismatic, organized leaders. Uh, Emma Stone is an ENFJ. You know? Uh, I think Dr. Drew is an ENFJ. And then there's the... So... I should have made a list for this. <laughs> just bumbling, man. Uh, so I think those are the four... Uh, intuitives that are extroverted yeah all right then there's the infp this is usually the hippie uh they're also very smart charismatic hippies a lot of rappers are infps that's another way of looking at it. they're the donald glover is an infp you know very much a you know feeler he's very in the moment he's charismatic smart as fuck creative as fuck and everything he makes is based on his own ideology and thoughts he's dope that's an INFP. Tech 9, INFP, big rapper, one of the biggest in the game. Uh, then there's the INTP. This was Albert Einstein. They're usually the big geniuses of the world. Like, they're ridiculous. And they're usually really funny. You know, one of my best friends is an INTP. They're extremely smart, withdrawn, only like certain people. Um, yeah, Albert Einstein. INTJ is the next one. Uh, this would be, if you give it to someone, uh, Nikola Tesla or Walter White from Breaking Bad. Very isolated people, one of the smartest in the world that usually are architects, and the big architects, like they have a vision of the future. Then there's the INFJ. This was Martin Luther King Jr. It's one of the rarest types in the world. They are, without a doubt, big picture thinkers on the whole, very bad at living in the moment. My girlfriend is an INFJ, and I can totally see it. They're very spacey, daydreamy, but smart as a fucking whip. They know you probably better than you know yourself and make you realize stuff that you're scared to admit alone. But the 
goals they hold and the passions they hold are bigger than we'll ever understand, you know, and the world inside their head or something that, you know, unless you are that type will never grasp onto JK Rowling, uh, Harry Potter creator. She is an INFJ. You can totally see it. Her books are the most detailed thing I've ever read. It's ridiculous, but there's the intuitives. That's eight types. Sorry if I stuttered on that. All right. So now the other eight. We will go extrovert to introvert. ESTP. These fuckers are always the uh, the businessmen. Like, it's just how it goes. Jesse Pinkman, I'm pretty sure, from Breaking Bad, is an ESTP. Uh, a lot of the... Oh, Gary Vanderchuk is an ESTP. And it makes sense. He's an incredible businessman in the real world. They're the ones who are willing to take a risk and not even think about it, and it fucking pays off. And they're really smart and the masters of the environment. Like, they're the ones that no matter where they go, they can run the room. They're good at it because they're not really structured. They have people to be structured for them. So because of that, they're free to make these emotional choices in the moment. Then there's the IST. Uh, no, I, I say I was doing extroverts first. Uh, then there is the ESTJ. This is the executive. They're the ones who run the corporate world. They're smart, they're energetic, and they're extremely detailed and organized to the point that they're the ones that make these Fortune 500 companies. It's unreal. Uh, to give an example of an ESTJ, let's see here. What, what is a good example? Uh... Uh, to give you a quick one, in Harry Potter, Ron's brother, Percy, is an ESTJ. Um, I'm actually looking up someone's right now. I can't believe I don't have any just at the fingertips, man. Makes me kind of embarrassed. Let's see here. ESTJ famous people. That'll work. Oh, yeah, John D. Rockefeller, Andrew Jackson, Billy Graham. So a lot of the presidents are ESTJs. That makes complete sense. Um, in real time, oh, I don't know. Fuck it. I can't think of like it. Uma Thurman, uh, Emma Watson supposedly is. Alec Baldwin, that's a good one. Yeah, he's a major ESTJ. Think about it. Dominant dude, really good at business, keeps himself, doesn't give a fuck what you think. He's just straightforward to the point and runs the room. All right, next one. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, think of... Um, Glenn Gary Ross, when he gives the famous speech, that's an ESTJ at its fucking core, bro. Then we go to the ESFJ. The ESFJ is the mom, the housewife, uh, the party planner, the go-to person, the happy-go-lucky dad, the happy-go-lucky boss that really wants to know about your life and they're really invested in you. They're the most, one of the most caring personalities on the planet. They really are. Like they're perfect. You know, but they also can be some of the biggest con men of all time. And a, a big ESFJ are the con artists, you know, like the crafty car salesman, the parts dealer, you know, because they're good. They make you believe that they're really nice and that they're this genuine person. And then they turn away. They're feelers. So they care about you, but it's just if you're a bad version. Uh, the ESFP is the entertainer. This would be uh, Justin Bieber, for instance, Kim Kardashian. They're the most fashionable type out of all the types. Like they're really good at fashion. They're fucking amazing. And they're losers of the life of the party. They're silly, but they're not dumb. They're great business people, you know, extremely talented at that. You know, an ESFP, another one is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, supposedly. I haven't done much research into that, but that would make sense. You know, life of the party, pretty fun guy. Then we go into the introverted versions. 
Uh, we went over uh, ISTP a little bit earlier, but yeah, the ISTP are usually just sports athletes, very quiet, rely on honesty, brutal with you, don't really give a fuck about what you think, but also great friends. You know, they're just very dominant people who are in the moment who are go balls hard when it comes to doing stuff. Like they don't even think about it. We'll just do it. Then the ISFP. The ISFP are musicians and actors and the big famous ones like Brad Pitt and Zac Efron are ISFPs. Big famous ones. Dudes who are really great shape, good looking, uh, calm, charismatic, and kind of hard to run the room. Run the room, but they're also very quiet. And a lot of musicians are ISFPs. Michael Jackson was an ISFP, and look what he, you know, and look what he did. Yeah, he was a little weird, but aren't we all a little weird, you know? But famous, creative as fuck, and made a generation. All right. So then we go to the ISTJ. The ISTJ is the average dude, uh, very good businessman, great people to have around, honest with you, caring, loyal, you know, they're overall some of the best friends, and a lot of them go on to live ridiculously fucking lives, like, they become famous, and I can't name any major famous examples that I know of off the top of my head, but this, I don't know, you'd have to look it up, you know what, fuck it, we'll do it again, hell, it's just a podcast, right? Let's see here. Let's do it. Warren Buffett. He is an ISTJ and he's good at it too. Um, who else we got here? Do 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 do. Joseph Ratzenberger. Natalie Portman's on ISTJ. Oh yeah, Anthony Hopkins is an ISTJ. He is. And you, we've all seen him. Robert De Niro's an ISTJ. That's right. So Robert De Niro and uh, War, well, Warren Buffett too. But Robert De Niro and Anthony Hopkins. Both great examples. Very smart dudes. Very quiet. Very reserved. But you want to listen when they actually have something to say because it means something, you know? Then we go to the last one. The ISFJ. This is technically qualified as the nurse. Uh, but they're very sensitive people. They're heavy feelers. They care deeply about others. They're caregivers by nature. And because of that, they also can say what needs to be said in the moment and tear you apart if they need to. But they care. They very much care. I think Dr. Dre is an ISFJ. If you just want to know what an ISFJ can do, they're not weak. They're not nothing like that. They're just emotionally caring people. But hey, we're running on now like 18 and a half minutes here. And that's not bad. That's all 16 types. Just to give you a rundown of them, I explain the letters. Uh, I'll do some more episodes over this later. But this is a good introduction just to kind of get down to it. Uh, sorry I wasn't more prepared. I just felt like doing this episode. And with that, hey, man, look it up. Personalityjunkie.com, 16personalities.com, 16personalitysucks. Don't take that test. But you can read up on the profiles there to get a more in-depth view. And Myers-Briggs teaches a lot, man. Helps you understand how you work, how your mind works, how other people's minds work, how some people are organized, how some others aren't. You can learn how people act when they're in stress and help them get out of that. It's ridiculous what you can learn, man. And there's also silly shit to learn. If you learn your type, you can look up, you know, what you would do if the robots attacked Earth. Like, what would each type do? And that's just a lot of fun articles to fucking binge through, man. That's a big rabbit hole. But hey, thanks for listening. 
Hamilton. Look this up. It's a lot of fun, I promise. Myers-Briggs, personalityjunkie.com for all the resources you need. 16 personalities just to get a good outlook on it. But there's a billion other sources you can go through. Or maybe not a billion, but at least a good 2,000. And with that, man, thanks for listening, and I'm out.